Welcome to Happy Without Medicine, and I'm your host, Dr. Yuandi, a medical doctor, therapist, and a fierce advocate for your happiness. My mission here is simple, to help professional women just like you create a life you're excited to wake up to. It's time to make the happiness you feel on the inside match the success others see on the outside. Let's get started. Life is full of transitions. From the day we are born, we are constantly changing, we're evolving. So we're born, infancy, we evolve into toddlers, and from being toddlers, then we become school-aged children. In fact, last night, my daughter, who's five, she was like, mommy, when I'm a teenager, I'm going to get dressed up all by myself. This is as we were getting ready for bed. <laughs> Little does she know that the transition is already happening and will be complete a lot sooner than when she's a teenager. We're trying to get them as independent as quickly as possible. So we transition. We transition from being kids, teenagers, living at home, and then we move out. For some of us, we end up moving back home again. We experience changes in our relationship status, changes in our careers, a change in our businesses, our company structure, our policies, and our overall vision and direction. For most of these things, it would appear as though these transitions just happen, right? They just occur just as a natural part of life. And for many times, many of these changes, they are, they are natural. They just happen. We grow, we change, we become more intelligent, more aware, more wise. Whether we are aware of it or not, naturally these things just happen, whether we notice them or not. But sometimes, sometimes we reach certain points in our lives when it's time for a change to happen, but nothing's happening. <laughs> Nothing's happening because we have to be an active partner for the change to occur. So very different from what happens as we grow from infancy into childhood, there are certain changes and certain points we get to in our lives where we need to be active participants and an active partner for the change to occur. The problem is that most of us don't realize it when we've reached that point in our businesses, for example, or our careers or our relationships with a significant other, or maybe even with our friends. We don't realize that it's time for change to happen. And without even recognizing that the change is about to happen, there's no way to know what to do and how to go about doing it. Now, whether it's a total upheaval or a complete 180 in your career, like going from being an ER physician to a therapist. <laughs> You're doing a complete 180, a complete transformation, a complete upheaval, or maybe it's more subtle for you and you are going through a series of small adjustments that result in you loving yourself and loving your life more and more with each change. The very first step is actually recognizing when a change is calling. And there are often telltale signs, and these are signs that I saw in myself looking back and signs that I see in my patients as well as they transition through changes in their life with me there to guide them. 
And so the first thing is you feel like you are enduring a situation or you're barely just getting by. You're just tolerating the situation. I remember when we lived in Winnipeg, Manitoba. So we lived in Winnipeg for seven years. The plan was for me to go to Winnipeg when I left Toronto to go to Winnipeg in 2012. The plan was for me to go there for my one year of training and then come back to Toronto. But I ended up staying seven years. But by the, I would say the fifth or sixth year, I knew that change had to come. I had been working in the ER all that time and felt like I was just tolerating my job. I was just enduring my job. I was just enduring my time in Winnipeg. It didn't feel like I was growing. I didn't feel inspired. And to be honest, it probably looking back had not a lot to do with the job itself, although it was a very stressful job. And I still have good friends who have been at the same job for 10, 12, 15, 20, 30 years even. But for me, just because of the type of person I am, it was time. It was time for a change. It was time for something different. And so because every time I would wake up to go to work, it felt like I was just tolerating it. I was just enduring it. I was barely getting through it. That's not a way to live. That's not a way to live. So if you're finding that, whether it's with your parenting, you're just enduring being a mom, or it's with your relationships, you're just enduring the relationship, you're enduring the friendships, you're barely tolerating things, or you're just getting by, that's often a very big telltale sign that something has to change. So that's the first thing is do you feel like, think about your life, think about what it is that you're experiencing, think about the things around you. And maybe it's not anything as dramatic as your job or your relationships or your parenting. (laughs) So at the time of this recording, it's September 23rd, which is the second day of fall. I can't decide whether to be excited about that or to be sad because it means winter is around the corner, but then it also means sweater season. And who doesn't love sweater season? But now everybody is bringing out their fall decor, the front porches, there's pumpkins and there's the oranges and the reds and the yellows and everything is looking really pretty. But I, very uncharacteristic of me, I was two whole weeks ahead of everyone in bringing out the fall stuff because I just needed that jolt of inspiration. I felt like I was enduring every time we would I would go in and out of my house. Everything just looked blah. Our doormat was tired. Everything was just looking like it needed a refresher. And so I didn't even wait for the weather to change for me to start bringing out the fall stuff because I just felt like I needed some, I needed a change. I needed a change. And so yes, for most of us, When we start to feel this way that we're enduring, it has a lot to do with bigger things beyond just the front porch, but sometimes even just refreshing your surroundings, whether it's your wardrobe, whether it is your kitchen, whether it's your living space, whether it's your office, coming into your office and feeling like you're enduring it or you're tolerating it or you're just barely getting through might be a telltale sign that something has to change. Again, it could be a big thing or it could be a more simple, straightforward thing. But if you feel like you're just barely tolerating something, it's a good indicator that change needs to happen. 
So the second thing that I experienced, and again, I see a lot of women, especially as we approach our 30s, our 40s, is this feeling of restlessness. You might find yourself unsettled. You might find yourself daydreaming. You might find yourself researching things like, what's my life's purpose? What am I supposed to do with my life? How can I find happiness? How can I be happy again? What am I good at? You might have a feeling like, yes, things are going well, but something is missing. Something is off. Something isn't quite right. Yes, on the outside, everything looks great, but on the inside, you know that I'm not quite maximizing my potential. I know that I have things that I need to do and want to do, but I just can't put my finger on it. And so again, this was my experience and the same experience that I see in a lot of the women that I work with is they keep getting the sense that this can't be all, this can't be all to life. There is no way I can live like this for the rest of my life. Many times they feel unsettled by the thought that, you know, this is it. Many times they feel unsettled by the thought that this might be it until they retire. And for many of them, that is what pushes them to seek out counseling and to seek out therapy, to find someone who can guide them into answering some of these questions and sorting things out. And so at the end of the day, it was getting through these questions that led me to make the decisions that I made in 2019 to explore my interests beyond medicine and figure out what else made me me beyond being a doctor, a wife, a mom, a daughter, What else made me me? Because I knew that there were other things there. I just didn't know what they were. And that made me feel restless and unsettled. And so if you're having those kinds of feelings where you're daydreaming a lot, you're thinking a lot, you're becoming more introspective, you're asking these questions of yourself, it's a very good indicator that change wants to happen. And now it's a matter of partnering with these things by asking these questions. Journaling is a very good way of getting to the root of some of these questions. Obviously, connecting with a counselor, a therapist, sometimes people will connect with a life coach to help them answer these questions. But again, being aware that that feeling of restlessness is a good indicator that change is trying to enter your life. And then finally, you might notice that you are gravitating towards a certain group of people. And this could be physical or it could also be online, so virtually. So you're finding that you are gravitating towards a certain type of person or a certain type of individual or a certain type of community, and you might be gravitating away from a certain group. And this might be permanent, it might be temporary, but the fact that you are moving, you're shifting away from spending a lot of time watching, reading, communicating with a certain type of person, and you are changing to communicating, learning from, spending more time around a different group of people. And so that is another indicator that change might be calling. So the type of people that you might be gravitating towards might be people who are on the same journey as you are. So for me, it looked like I was connecting with with women who are also starting their own businesses or who had already started their own businesses and really were really successful in running their own practices, for example. And so I found myself connecting 
with women and not only just physicians, but moms as well. Moms who had careers, but were seeking fulfillment outside of their mainstream careers. And I noticed that I was spending less and less time with my core medical community. I remember I even joined a choir of women physicians and I felt like I didn't fit in. It was so, it was the strangest thing. I felt like I didn't fit in because then I had already started my business and and I felt like I couldn't bring my whole self to conversations in that community. And they were all really nice people. I just felt like I didn't fit in. I felt more at home with women who were entrepreneurs and who had their own businesses or who were building their own businesses in addition to everything else that they had going on, being moms and having a career as well. So all that to say that you might find that you are gravitating towards a certain type of person or a certain type of community and away from the community that maybe you have been comfortable in in the past several years. That could be one indicator that, okay, change is about to come because your interests, the people that you're learning from, the people that you're watching are changing. And so definitely notice what you are gravitating towards and what you're gravitating away from. It's like the difference between a six-week-old and, say, a 10-month-old. A six-week-old wouldn't even think of pulling herself up to stand whether it's you know up against a chair or up against a couch. But as a crawler is transitioning to walking, they start to take more interest in things that are higher above ground. And so they start to pull up and maybe cruise along the couch a little bit. And so that is an indicator that someone who's a little baby who's crawling is getting ready to, to walk now. So notice what you are losing interest in and notice what you are gaining interest in. And so I invite you to really take some time to reflect on these points and maybe even others that you might be experiencing, whether it's restlessness, daydreaming, whether it's losing interest in certain things and gaining interest in others, whether it's noticing that you're barely tolerating and enduring certain aspects of your life, paying attention to this is the first step in recognizing that change is coming. And I know for many of us, change, the idea of change can be quite unsettling, unnerving, maybe a little bit scary, but I'm hoping that as we spend more and more time together, that you begin to embrace change and begin to realize that change, yes, it can be uncomfortable, but at the end of that discomfort can often be very something, at the end of that discomfort can often be something very, very beautiful, something very rewarding and fulfilling, and something that is more in line in the most authentic version of yourself. And so to end this episode with a quote, as usual, I'm going to quote Greek philosopher Heraclitus of Ephesus, who said, the only constant in life is change. I'm sure you've heard that one before. And so as much as we might not like to embrace change, it's always going to be there whether we choose to embrace it or not. If you found this episode insightful, be sure to share it with someone because honestly, going through change is so much sweeter, so much better, so much more fun 
when you're doing it with someone else. Until next time, remember I am here always, always advocating for your happiness. Bye. Thank you for joining me, Dr. Yuandi, on the Happy Without Medicine podcast this week. If you enjoyed this episode, I would so appreciate it if you could give it a review on Apple Podcast because it helps Happy Without Medicine pop up when other women are searching for ways to find their happiness again. And visit happywithoutmedicine.com to view the complete show notes and other resources mentioned in today's episode. I'll catch you next time.